Welcome to the Inspired Wave. This is the podcast and community for conscious female leaders and founders who are ready to enjoy more peace and prosperity in their business while creating more inspired impact in the lives they're here to serve. Who are ready to fully step into their leadership and live their life's purpose with confidence and passion. I'm your host, C.J. Rivard. And with over 30 years in leadership and business, I blend tactical strategies with the art of intuition, the science of energetics, and the magic that happens when we create empowered relationships and take aligned action, all to help women get out of hustle mode, thrive, and really fall in love with what they do. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider sharing it and leaving us a five-star review. It really will make a huge difference in helping others find the podcast and allows us to inspire and impact more lives. Welcome to the show. An integral part of being a transformational leader is self-leadership. And so last month, I highlighted three essential qualities Every leader has to develop, and they all had to do with self-leadership. But there's two more often overlooked qualities that we haven't touched on yet, and if you aren't developing these, your leadership's going to flounder. So let's dive in. Self-leadership is the process of observing, understanding, and managing yourself. And it's a requirement for all other types of leadership. We know this. Everything starts with self-leadership. So in addition to that really important quality of being self-aware and able to reflect and grow is the ability to adapt. This means to be able to change when it's in the best interest of your business. And we know most people resist change. It's not their fault. It's not your fault if this is you. It's a survival mechanism. It's built into our brain. So I just want to call this to your attention. Some people are more resistant to change than others, but we know the only thing constant is change. Things are always changing. So even though you have a well-oiled machine right now, and it's brilliant, and everything's working for you, does not mean it's going to be in your best interest to hang on to all of that moving forward as things evolve. Things like the economy, market trends, your customers' buying habits, technology, as we know, that's always adapting, we have to look out for all of this and just be aware and open to the fact that there will be times when we need to make little tweaks and there will be times when we have to completely pivot. Nothing stays the same. And, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, we need to be able to embrace that and adapt when necessary. Now, I'm not saying to go out there and change for the sake of changing. Of course, there's a lot that goes into considering change, especially if it's a big one. You have to do your market research and your due diligence. But if you're unwilling to bend or completely pivot, what happens is your business becomes irrelevant. 
So I think most people are familiar with a business that was in the U.S. back in the 90s called Blockbuster Video. But in case you're not familiar with them, it's a great story to illustrate this point. So Blockbuster was a really popular large retail chain. And what they did was rent physical copies of videos, of movies. So you could go to their location and pick out movies you wanted to watch. You'd pay to rent them. You'd take them home for a few days, watch the movies, and then drop them back off at the store. And I know that sounds like a lot of work now, but at the time, it was amazing and people loved it. And so Blockbuster flourished, but as we know, the technology started to change and develop, and this thing called streaming videos happened, and Blockbuster didn't adapt. They had a business model that had always worked for them and had been very profitable. And like so many people we all know, they insisted on hanging on to what had always worked. They didn't adapt and they went bankrupt. Now, at the same time, there was another business in the same industry called Netflix. And they had a slightly different business model. What they had was a subscription model. But it was still physical products. You would subscribe by the month, and then they would mail you movies that you requested that you wanted to watch. And after you were done with them, you would mail them back in and you could get more movies, different movies to watch. So that also was a great idea and very convenient. It would just come to your mailbox. And so it was great at the time. But Netflix was watching the trends, and they saw this thing called streaming video come out, and they didn't jump right into it. They invested in the technology, and they tested it to just see what consumers were going to think and how people would adapt, because remember, you know, consumers are people too, and sometimes they don't jump on every trend. So they were smart about it. But then as it really started to take off, they had already positioned themselves to take off with it and jump into this new business model. So of course, we all know how that went for them and how successful they've been ever since. So it's human nature to resist or be fearful of change. So I just want to call it out to you to be aware. As a self-aware leader, you need to recognize the tendency and just watch out for it and know that you have the willingness to adapt when change or a pivot makes sense for your business. And you don't wait till the last minute when it's a last-ditch effort either. You know, there's always that bell curve. You don't want to be on the end of the bell curve last one, you know, kicking and screaming, coming around to a change. You need to be open and adaptable and just understand and accept the fact that everything is going to change. It always does. And it's not always a bad thing, but a lot of times you can't prevent it anyway. So you may as well embrace the changes and make it work for your business rather than against it. Now, I also want to point out here that 
some personality styles adapt to change a lot better than others. So you may be a big visionary and an innovator, and you love change. You get really fired up about testing and trying new things. So you may have the opposite problem because it really is important before you launch something different to do your market research and your due diligence. So I just want to point that out. But the other thing you need to be aware of is that the majority of the population resists change. So this includes your team members. If you're planning, you've done your research and you know this next great thing that you're going to do in your business and it's going to really stir things up and make things change in your company, you need to be really aware that you're going to come up against potential resistance even with your own team. So the way you approach it is critical. And then you also want to be very careful in how you roll things out to your existing customers because they may be resistant as well. And that doesn't mean you don't change because you've done your research and you know something needs to be done, let's say, or it will be better in the long run for your business. Then it's up to you as a leader to make that decision. But be very careful in how you approach it and roll it out and communicate it, understanding that most people may not be as adaptable as you are. All right, so I just wanted to get that point out there. The other trait that I want to highlight today that's so often overlooked by heart-centered leaders, and they mean so well, but boundary setting gets overlooked a lot. And this is not just a nice topic for people out there talking about self-love. I'm talking about in a business setting, it's crucial to hold firm boundaries to have a smooth running and profitable business. So I want to give you some examples of how not holding firm boundaries can show up in a business so you know what you're looking for. Because again, you know, there's no judgment here. It's very common, especially if you're in a service business. You already have it on your mind that you want to make everyone happy. You want to be of service and you like everyone to be happy and there's nothing wrong with that, but you still have to have firm boundaries in your business. So one way this can show up is not respecting your time and allowing others to dictate your schedule or how you prioritize your time. And this will cost you a lot of money over time. So you want to watch out for that. Another example could be not holding team members accountable or responsible for agreed upon projects. Maybe the accuracy and deadlines of those projects. And this could cost you a lot of money over time. It could show up as continuing to work with a client who's consistently late on paying their invoices or late for appointments or not showing up at all. I know we all know of situations where that goes on. And what you're doing is training those people that your time is not valuable and worthy of their respect. Or it could show up as just feeling constantly like you need to over-deliver to your clients 
And that leaves you with your energy feeling really depleted. And then you're not available for everything else that you need to do. So you get the idea. Now, I know what you're thinking, and I agree with you. You're right. One of those instances is not going to be that horrible or traumatic or costly. I agree. However, these types of things do not show up in isolation. So I want to invite you to step back and take a really detailed and critical look at your operation, like in every aspect, because if you see it once, you're likely going to be able to find dozens of these little micro leaks and maybe even hundreds. And obviously, one instance after another, it adds up to a lot of money. And not only that, it's completely sucking your time and your energy as well as your money dry. So I've given you a lot to think about today, so I'm going to leave it there. I really appreciate you tuning in today, and I look forward to speaking with you again really soon. Take care. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider taking a quick minute to leave us a five-star review. It would go a long way toward others finding us. Make it a great day.